Good evening or good morning, depending on when you listen to this. This is uh, a new rendition of the Mind of Ivory podcast. And uh, on today, I have a very, very special guest, someone that I feel like everyone is going to be blessed to hear what she has to say. And would you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Jada Justice, and I am a spoken word artist. Indeed, indeed. And uh, I just want to thank you for uh, being able to be on my platform. And you are the first person to be featured on a new segment called A Creator's Light, uh, Harness Your Gift. And for those that's listening to this right now, A Creator's Light, I wanted to make a segment for those artists or entertainers or anyone that had a certain gift. Uh, no matter what it was, and to be able to have a platform they could come to where they could feel comfortable, and you could get to know the individual, but also we could key in on whatever their particular gift is, and so that's kind of why I wanted to carve out a lane specifically for that on my platform, and you know, Kiara, Jada Justice, as many uh, know you as, I just like to say again, thank you so much for being on here. Uh, you're someone that Oh, through social media, I've seen a lot of posts you had, and you spark great conversation. You know how Thank to. You. You're welcome. You know how to get your point across. You're very direct and you're honest, and I feel like that's what the world needs. And like I said again, I appreciate you. And with that being said, I know the holidays is upon us right now. How is you know how are you doing, and also like how's your family doing as well? Um. Everyone is very healthy, happy, and of course, my children are excited about Christmas, and my pockets hurt. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my gosh! So, you know, you know how it is with those last-minute gifts. So. Yeah, I, I think you you're you're definitely uh, like many people across the world. I would say around this time of the year, so. I think everybody is, is feeling the same things you're feeling. So I, I can understand that. Now, seeing that you do have kids, how was it for you like growing up and around holidays? Was it something to where you were excited about it or you were one of those kids that's like, oh, I don't care about if I get you know a new gift or not. I just like being around family. How was it for you? Um, so I have a Muslim background with my father and my mother was Christian. So my dad, he never really, um, celebrated Christmas, but what he would do is an, I love you gift. So we would get a gift from him still, but we didn't celebrate Christmas with him. But as for my mother, she celebrated Christmas and Kwanzaa with me and my sister, as we was growing up and um, we were one of those kids that was lucky enough to get Christmas gifts and Kwanzaa presents. So Christmas was always a, a very good and um, very loving, very joyful event for us. So we got to learn about Jesus Christ and then, um, you know, in the birth of Jesus Christ and we go to the nativity scenes and watch plays sometimes and um, at the local church that we attended, which was um, Second Baptist in Rawway, New Jersey. And um, my pastor's name is Pastor Ely when I was younger. 
Okay, well, that's that's great to hear. Thank you. So now I know you said you had those like different backgrounds as far as you know with your parents and and that experience. And so, can you recall growing up, uh, whether it was a family member, a friend, who do you feel really influenced you, like growing up? Um, you know, I had so many. I was one of those kids at um, every point in my life, I've lived with a family member at one point in time. So, um, I'd say. My cousin, uh, her name's Ebony Smallwood. She is a black LPN nurse, and um, she's an amazing. She's doing an amazing job raising her daughter, and um, you know she definitely influences me in a lot of ways because she was like a big sister growing up. You know, um, I have another cousin. Her name is Yvette. She's the one that like taught me everything about being a lady and how I should carry myself. So um, my girl cousins on the Smallwood family side, definitely. So um, those two people influenced me. And um, Yvette was actually, she's a teacher in North New Jersey, by the way, and um, special needs teacher. And um, she definitely influenced me to write poetry you know so yeah that's that's very impactful because you know as these young kids are coming up having somebody that believes in them is uh what a lot of them are missing you know most times they're pushed to do what their parents couldn't do or they're told hey you know you're gonna make something out of yourself you're not just gonna sit around and, and play games or do what you want to do you're gonna do you know what i feel like is best for you so having somebody that you know, gave you opportunity to really shine and something that you ended up being great at as you got older. That's very special, you know. And then with that being said, like, at what age did you really figure out, hey, I'm pretty good at this, you know, writing and expressing myself? And do you remember who was the first person you shared, like, you're either you're writing with or your first poem with? Yes. Um so, uh, uh, my mom was a huge Prince fan growing up, and the first poem I ever wrote that kind of let me know that I actually had a gift, or um, I became very aware of it, was um, I wrote a, um, a poem called Dove's Cry after his song. And um, the first person to listen to my poem was uh, my sister. And uh, let me tell you, my little sister, that's my ace boom coom, my ride or die. You know, she the only one that understands my family and me because we got the same mother, same father. And, you know, she, she just used to tell me all the time, like, you know, you got something special, sis. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. And for some reason, that was the one that I wrote. And she just was like, that's it. That's it. Like, still to this day, she's my critic. Like, by the time I perform something, she's heard it multiple times. Like, I'm talking about from the rough draft 
to like, okay, I'm ready to perform it to like now. Okay, this is the finishing product, how I sound, how I'm looking, like, where do I need to put emphasis on? Like, she does not hold back. So once she give me the clearance, that's it. I'm dropping it, whatever it is. And that's good to have somebody who can really give you constructive criticism versus somebody that, oh, because they can't do it, then they can't really see you doing it since they can't succeed at it. And uh, that's a blessing for you to have somebody like that in your life, especially somebody you're very close with and um, that just is just open to be real with you. And then you're able to be vulnerable with them so that way you can really, you know, succeed the way you want to. So I'm glad to hear that for you. Now, I know when it comes to like writing and expressing yourself, it's, it's very uh, powerful. So now, did you ever feel like at a point, hey, am I just writing because it's maybe trendy or something I feel um, I can do to maybe garner attention or this is something that I really believe in? Did you ever have that, you know, um, like I guess in that gray area where you felt like maybe I'm doing something trendy? Um, no, I never felt like I was doing something trendy per se, because it was always, um, an outlet for me to just feel like I have a voice and, you know, I just felt like I, um, I had something to say, like, you know, like, I feel like that's important. Like when you're writing or you're about to write something, you have to visualize what you want to say and what you're trying to convey to the audience you know so i think that's important yeah it, it is important and it's good that you know you figured out in the early beginnings hey this is not something i'm doing because um you know it's it's i've seen i've seen somebody else do it or i just want to be like a quote-unquote entertainer it's something in me and I want to be able to utilize it for the right purpose. So it's you know you, you definitely have that that mindset, and uh, I'm pretty sure those that are around you they appreciate it. So in life, of course, we go through things, our ups and downs. You know, uh, family, friends, at school, work, different things of that nature. Now, from your point of view, do you write more or do you write less when you're going through things? Well. Um... I won't lie. Um, when I was younger, I was writing a lot because, you know, like I said, it was something that I felt like I had something to say. But as I progressed into adulthood, you know, sometimes you just go through stuff and you just have nothing to give as a writer. And uh, I have went through spells like that where I just don't have nothing to give. Like I got so emotional, so many emotions going on inside myself that I don't even know how to properly articulate what I'm going through. So um, there has been times where I've been very silent with my work, but nowadays, like um, I'm using it as a way to um free myself of certain emotions so like when i'm sharing with you guys i am literally giving pieces of myself away to you guys like this is my blood sweat and tears like lessons learned still learning um it really is just all of me 
and I don't know how to properly express how much of myself I am giving when I write. It's my first love. Well, I, I definitely can uh, understand exactly where you're coming from, you know, being a fellow writer as well, um, being able to really put ourselves out there and, and just let it be known, like, this is how I feel. You, you can accept it. You can reject it. But either way it goes, I can't deny who I am and what I'm feeling inside. And, you know, it just takes one person that can feel similar to you. And that could be that one person that you help who they can help so many other people. So. Um, it, that makes a huge difference, no, for sure. Now, yeah. with the way society is right now, it's a lot going on. There's turmoil, uh, wars, uh, psychological wars, spiritual war, warfare, uh, so many different things that go on. And now, with your writing, do you feel like you hold back or because of what's going on currently or what's been going on over the past couple of years, you feel like, you know what, I'm going to put my foot on the gas and I'm going to go you know, even harder and even deeper in certain topics. And I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to be, be raw. And if I say something people don't agree with, I'm just going to keep, you know, going because it's something I feel that needs to be said that I'm not hearing. Well, um, personally, when I write, period, um, I'm going to give you it raw. <laughs> like, um if I feel like that's the one place I could be 100% myself and naked. So to me, society does impact how I view certain things. And if I can incorporate that, whether it be about relationships, whether it be like me being a uh, mother to an autistic child who's also black or um, being a single mom, you know, or just, being a woman, whatever it is, um, I take influence from everything. I'm very versatile with my writing. So, yes, I do believe society helps me to just pull a Band-Aid off even more. Like, no, this is what I have to say. And whether you agree with it or not, it's been said. And you can never be blind to it. Because even if people are blind to it, after you hear my poetry, you're not going to be blind anymore. <laughs> you know oh yeah and that's what i noticed you know from you that's something that kind of stood out you know as i would see some of the, the posts you would make you know you will really just give your perspective and it's something it, it to me when i would read it, i'm like okay yeah this isn't something where you're follow the crowd or you you heard you seen something else and you're just adding on to it like you're giving a real um thorough perspective and i was like yeah this is exactly uh like the type of person i could see myself networking with and building with as we are um right now uh so you know i do have a hard i got a hard question for you and hopefully you'll be able to answer if not you know that's fine why <laughs> okay what made you call yourself jada justice you know and then did you have a, a another name uh in mind before that Yes. So originally, when I first started writing at the age of 13, I didn't have a name. But by the time I turned 15, I had seen a movie called Poetic Justice that starred uh, Janet Jackson and, of course, Tupac Shakur. And um, I was a huge fan of Tupac. And um, 
I just was like, my name's going to be Jada. I mean, uh, my name is going to be Justice, excuse me. And um, I took the name Justice. And then I did a performance at my high school and I linked up with some more poetry kids. And this guy was like, in my poetry class was like, um, listen, I think you should uh, visit this movie called Jason's Lyrics. And he was like, because um, I feel like you should start calling yourself Jada Justice. And I'm like, uh, Jada Justice, like, why would I do that? Like, justice is just fine. He's like, yeah, but it got a nice ring to it. So I went. And I visited the movie, and it starred Jada Pickett Smith, and I fell in love with that movie. So I was like, you know what? Jada Justice it is. And ever since then, that's been my name. No doubt. So it's good to know, you know, when when, when you hear somebody's name and then you hear the backstory, it's like, oh, wow. Like, that's why you call yourself that. Because you hear so many names now, people call themselves. You know, different objects that we use every day. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm fan, I'm fan man, or, or just, just all, just, just different types of names. You know, some comical, some they're like, you know, can't be said on, you know, national TV or whatever. But kind of to know like the backstory of your name, it's like wow, like you took something that you've seen in a movie and you turn it into something that you could use as a stage name. And I think that will encourage other people like, you know what, I can do something similar, you know, or if maybe if it's a book they read and they have a favorite character, you know what, I can compile, you know, maybe that name is something else. So that's good. You know, I feel like it's, it's great that she was able to shed light on that. Oh, and, yes. and, you know, yes. as far with names, uh, people give themselves you know, as far as uh, aliases or whatever the, the case may be. When it comes to kids, you know, you're a mother, so you definitely be able to, you know, answer this. Uh, how important it is to be mindful of the nicknames we give our kids growing up or the names in general we give them? Well, I think, you know, having a Muslim background, you know, Muslims always say um, a good name is worth more than gold. So I truly believe in that, even though I am Christian. And um, I gave my, my children Muslim names. So my son's name is Yeshua. And um, it means God's favorite. And then my daughter's name, he's a twin, by the way, and he's autistic. And um, my other daughter's name, that's the other twin, her name is Hasana, which means beautiful. And that she is. And then my last daughter's name, her name is Naima Zakia. So Naima means joyful and Zakia means purpose. And um, when I had my last daughter, um, it was a joyful experience because it was something different from the experience I had carrying my twins. You know, one, she was a single birth. <laughs> you know, like, let's start off with that. <laughs> and... Um, purpose because she made me come into my purpose like when i i named her purpose i thought it was just for her like some way somehow you know god made that purpose force to come out of me so she i definitely feel like i picked great fantastic names and you know my name is also kiara which means uh, to make a change, you know? So I, I, my dad gave me a great name 
and I gave great names to my children. Yeah, yeah, you you know, you definitely took the time to give them their names and then you were given a name, which you said means change. And, you know, with your words and, and the poems you have, you definitely will change a lot of people's perspective and hopefully, um, you know, help them to be open minded about certain things that they felt like they didn't need to really either revisit or think about when it comes to the different um, topics and, and the concepts that you have with your writing. So, you know, in this coming year, 2023, what are you looking forward to? So poetry rise. Um, I want to do more open mics or events. Um, I have I'm going to be featured on someone's album and do an introduction. And it's going to be two original poems that I am going to recite on his album. Um, the artist's name is Mad Max, or sometimes he goes by King Jace. His Instagram handle is underscore MVD underscore MVX underscore Almighty. He is a phenomenal rapper and he gave me an opportunity to feature my talent on his album and i am so excited and i cannot wait to record it like we are literally making magic <laughs> you know and um i have some business ventures that have nothing to do with the poetry um i own an llc it's called crown me products so hopefully in the future the near future i will start Selling my products. Um, I will be making a beard oil for the men. Uh, you know, the natural oils that everybody can get from the natural store. I'll be doing that. And soap, incense, sage. Um, you know, I want to focus on healing skin. Because, you know, my the reason why I'm so into, like, skin and stuff is because my daughter suffered from eczema. And I would Google ways to, like, you know, relieve her from the pain, especially in the winter months where we live. So um, I'm very versed in that. And that is my new venture. Well, yeah, it sounds like you're going to have a lot in store for this coming year and then moving forward. So, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you, you know, what you're doing, especially, you know, being a, a mother and an entrepreneur. You're, you're really going to inspire so many out here. And uh, I just want you to continue doing what you're doing for sure. I, and like I said, I, I, again, thank you for being on here. And, and uh, just like I said, your time is definitely uh, uh, valued. And, you know, like I said, it really means a lot. Anything else you want to add before we uh, close out? Yes. Um, another reason I'm revisiting one of the last questions that you asked, which was where I got my name from. I forgot to add that I was also picking uh, Justice as my name because Maya Angelou really influenced me a lot into writing. And, um, you know, in that movie, Poetic Justice, she was featured with Phenomenal Woman and, you know, she had a small cameo in the uh, movie. And my closing remark is, a Maya Angelou quote, and it's called, <clears throat> you may encounter many defeats, 
but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise up from, and how you can still come up out of it. And I am a firm believer in what she is saying right there because no matter what you go through, you know, you could either be the victim or the victor. And um, some days you're going to feel like the victim. But as long as you get up and you fight, and you understand that there is a bigger plan. I feel like you'll make it out of anything. And that's when you become the victor. Yes, indeed. And that's what it's about, you know, rising up through, you know, the different things we go through and succeeding and being, you know, uh, an inspiration to so many different people. And that's what you're going to continue to do. And I like to say again, I'm I'm very proud of what you have going on and what you have accomplished and will accomplish. And you are also the first person featured on uh creators like, you know, Harness Your Gift. Um, this platform, like I said, was designated for people like yourself and many others who have gifts or talents they would like to be featured and they're looking for a platform they can feel comfortable on and uh just be able to be themselves and that's what this is about. So you know, thank you for being the first person on here. It definitely means a lot to me and to all my listeners out here. Um, this is only part one. So you're in store for a great treat for part two. And everybody, thank you so much for continuing uh, to support me. It's more in store. And thank you again, Kiera, a.k.a. Jada Justice. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you thank all. You so yeah, no problem. You're, you're definitely welcome. And to everyone, y'all have a you know great rest of your year and continue progressing. And always remember, stay rich in mind. Peace. <laughs>